Hello, my little mistakers, and welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast, where we encourage everyone to find humor in their mistakes. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an old listener, we appreciate you so much for tuning back in. Guys, we got a great episode for you today. It's myself, Justin McNeil, my co-host, Andrew Gleason, and my good friend, Terrica T. How was my week? Wonderful. I have spent so much time writing, and I am falling in love with writing. So much so that I'm trying to taper it down. Because if I have a kid, I don't ever want to be in my study and my son walks in with the baseball glove with a cheerful look in his eyes wanting to play. And I scream like, first of all, we don't play baseball in this house. It's a very boring sport. You stand there most of the time waiting for something to happen. Number two, don't ever interrupt me while I'm writing. Wife, come get your son. He's bothering me. Like, I don't want to fall in love with writing that bad, so I'm trying not to get on the dark side. Uh, One thing you may have noticed is halfway through that rant, I stopped yelling because it is 2 o'clock in the morning, and I realized I was screaming in my apartment. So I will not be able to do another take of this intro. Little mistakers, my guest this week, Terika T, is a wonderful human being. Um, She's currently working on a book called Memoirs to a Caterpillar, from a butterfly it will be an interactive journal it'll be out at the beginning of next year Terika was a great interview because she started interviewing me if you want a little preview she made me open up about my father Terika has a lot of experience about learning to just be yourself and accepting you for you and she also understands the reality of that and knows that sometimes people are going to be upset with you for you being you and how to be okay with people being upset with you. So take a listen to this podcast. It's a great one. What's up, my little mistakers? I'm, are you laughing at the little mistakers already? Um, okay, go ahead. I'm here with Terrica T and Andrew Gleason, and I'm Justin McNeil, and you're here for the Humor in Mistakes podcast, where we encourage everyone to find humor in their mistakes. What's up, everybody? What's happening? How's it going? Uh, I'm here with Terrica T. Uh, she is cute but goofy. Well, I'm goofy but cute. You're goofy but cute. You'll put the goofy first because I'm first, I'm mainly goofy. But, you know, then you're looking and you're like, oh, she's cute too, you know? So, like, people have a hard time being both? Well, I think you you get to choose. You know, you're either uh, goofy and not that attractive or you are uh, very attractive but you have, like, no sense of humor. You know? I, I like to say I'm funny and fine at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I wow. mean, you know, if beauty's in the eye of the beholder, definitely. Let me be very. Let me let me keep it real with you. Okay. The little mistakers have my back. 
So I would not start off the show by insulting me. I definitely did not insult you. Okay. This one, this one I just said you. that, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder. So, I mean, if they think that you're, I, I can't even say fine. Um, but you're, you are fine. You're fine. You know what? You're not the expert on men being fine anymore. So, <laughs> well, I, you know, I've had my share of, you know, men. I mean, not that well, not like I've had a, you know, okay, what's next? That <laughs> went, that went quick. Okay. Uh, so Terrica, okay. uh, do you know a little bit about the humor in mistakes podcast? Um, I've watched a, a little bit. You've watched them? some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some of them. So let's talk about who is Terika T. Tell me about yourself. Um, I am currently a preschool teacher and a server at night because teachers don't make a lot of money. And preschool teachers make even less money. So um, that's what I do. I am goofy. <laughs> that pretty much explains me. And I am currently writing a book. So I'm stressed out often. And um, wine is my best friend. And yeah. Liquor is your best friend? I did not say liquor. Okay. You know, that takes it up a notch. I said <laughs> wine. Wine down. Liquor, lick up. Okay, yeah. okay. So like, okay. oh, okay. So right. you have like, you use it to relax and whatnot. Not the, I don't use it because that would be <laughs> undependent upon it. I, I drink wine sometimes. A lot of the times. Like at night. To when, calm down. No, I don't use it for anything because that would be saying I'm an alcoholic. Uh, okay, and you're not. I'm you're not. Clearly that. not. Okay. Uh, one of the things I wanted to start out by talking to you about mm -hmm. is your use of language. Um, little mistakers can I ask a question. Andrew can I ask you a question. Absolutely. If I said I was going to be going to the store today's Saturday, if I was going to say I was going to the store next Monday, what Monday am I referring to? The very next Monday. After, the very day after tomorrow. The right. But that's not what happened. Now, if I say, um, today's Saturday, right? If I say next Friday, which Friday would it be? Not the last Friday that just passed, because the next Friday would be the upcoming Friday. It would be the upcoming Friday. It's the upcoming Friday. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying, okay, here we go. Today's Saturday. If I said we're going to the lake next Sunday, it wouldn't be tomorrow, because th that's this Sunday. It's tomorrow. Right, but it's not next Sunday. It's, it's next, this it's Sunday. The next no, Sunday. it's this Sunday. It's it's the, it's tomorrow. No, tomorrow is this Sunday. Who doesn't Sunday. agree with you? Okay, well I'm from the country, and <laughs> I want to ask the people from where I'm from, and people in Murfreesboro. Um, it's a small town. Uh, guys, when we say next Sunday, it would not be tomorrow because tomorrow is still this week Sunday. There's seven days in the week, preschoolers. Let's count them out. <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if th that falls in a week, right, that is the Sunday from this th current week. So next Sunday will have to be not tomorrow, but the Sunday after that. So you're going two Sundays from No, that's not. The next Sunday is not this Sunday. It's, it's tomorrow. Like... The tomorrow is tomorrow. <laughs> next Sunday is the next Sunday. I am so confused. But it's right not now. this week Sunday because it's this week Sunday. You realize I've held that in for a few weeks. I understand because I know <laughs> when you tried me, and I was like, first off, don't try me. I said next Saturday. This is this Saturday. So if I say next Saturday, it would have to be the next one after this one. I googled it. I did my research. Well, you know, Google lies all the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. 
we'll ask our little mistakers what they think. Yeah. And then once they let me know, I will send you a Facebook message letting you know that you're wrong. You can send me an apology letter. Okay. You know? Either one. Yeah. I can admit when I'm wrong. Okay, so you're a preschool teacher. How did you get to that point? Did you always know you were going to be a preschool I teacher? I just, you know, really, really wanted to make the least amount of money possible. <laughs> no, I went to school to become a lawyer. I talked a lot. And so, you know, when you're young, people tell you, oh, you should be a lawyer because you definitely talk a lot. So, you know, a lot, a lot too. So, a lot of lawyer. What kind you know? of lawyer? Um, I didn't know at the time. Probably because I really didn't want to be a lawyer. I just did it because that's what people tell you you're supposed to do. So I went to North Carolina Central, the greatest university ever. And we have to do community service there. And I did my community service at a, um elementary school, Fayetteville Lab Elementary School. And I fell in love with kids. And I fell in love with the younger age group. But I didn't want all the responsibility of being the actual teacher. And then I found out that how much people who own daycares and preschools make. So... I did that for seven years. I owned an in-home daycare for seven years. And then I got divorced. So it was either continue the preschool or, um, you know, getting divorced. So huh? I really wanted to be divorced. So I let that go. And You let the kids down? No, I did not. What I did was the, the, the kid that I had the longest, once he graduated, it was it. Like I lasted a year, but who can last a year like that, you know? So um, I went ahead and let that go. And now I teach at a, um, the best preschool ever shout out to primrose school in briar creek i feel like you mm. could have been a badass defense lawyer like a johnny cochran type yeah like i call you in the middle of the night i'm like i just shot three people get me off right she you know get dudes off anymore, man. oh very true they well, don't you know, know that what? Well, first off <laughs> what you're not gonna do <laughs> is come for me i don't want you to come for me um i'm okay without you coming for me uh but yeah Sure, what you just said. Don't try to put me out there. Were you interested in like like the defense stuff or were you more interested in like... Uh, maybe the defense because I wouldn't want... But then it's like dangerous either way because putting people away, they could try to kill you because you put them away. But defending them and not getting them off, they could kill you for not getting them off. So it's like either way, you know, you might be dead. Oh, very true. If they're going to jail for life and you didn't do it, you might as well just add someone else to the... Right. It's like, you know, but the money's pretty good. And, you know, living the life, the gangster life, and being a lawyer for a drug dealer, and, you know, all those things pretty exciting. I gave all of that up to teach ABC. One, two, three. That's reputable. Yeah. And so somebody's got to do it. Somebody has to do it. It's important. You're teaching the up-and-coming lawyers. Yeah. In another two years, they'll be making more money than me. Uh, you're teaching, you know, a percentage of them, a small percentage, a very small percentage, <laughs> may end up being the uh, kids that need a defense lawyer one day. And you I don't, <laughs> right? Well, you know, I can always go back and and give up. No, I'm never going back to. I'm not going back to school. No, I, do you know how much money you can make only in preschool? And it's not about the money. First off, let me stop saying that because I really do love what I do, and kids are hilarious. They are. They are hilarious, and they say what they feel, and they feel what they say, and they hold nothing back. I had several teachers tell me that they thought I would end up being a criminal. Are there certain kids? I'm not. You don't have to say. You have criminal, <laughs> criminalistic facial features. That's not a word. I made it up. But you kind of look like you know. Really. 
like one of those guys from Lifetime movies. It's the mannerisms, maybe. Like the mannerisms? Like what what age like do you think I would have committed a crime? I mean, currently right now I see you as one of those uh you look like you know, the nice guy you meet at the bar but like he's following you in the bushes and stuff. Okay. I mean, you have a creep factor. But it could be because you're a man. Not saying, that I hate men. <laughs> you know, but it's just your mannerism. I was okay. saying, I don't know, to me, you're less of a, a bushes looking at windows. I think you're more of a bank robber. No. Nope. He doesn't have the finesse. Or oh, the, oh, no, he has the I don't finesse. Think, I don't, not that you don't have the finesse. What I mean is that you don't look like someone who will put a lot of work into the crime. Like, you don't look like nobody's going to go shoot them up or be in a shootout, which you take that risk when robbing the bank. You look like somebody that's going to commit a crime that you don't really have to get dirty, like binoculars in the bushes, stakeouts. I have often said that before, because right now, technology is so good that if you were to rob a bank, you're going to get caught. Like, let's just be honest. But no, before, really. before technology, all this technology was in there, I definitely would have robbed a bank. The bank in Durham that's been robbed the most is that bank right beside that police department. Downtown <laughs> has been robbed at least three times since I've been in Durham. And it's beside the police station. And they've never been caught. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, I don't, have you seen the arrest? It's the, from it? it's the police. Or like the They're people the who shot the court. Right. <laughs> like, you know, they. I feel like you're less likely to get caught when it's in plain sight. They're right beside the police station. Hmm. And it still took the police how long to get there. First off, you know, we didn't say my full name up here, because I don't need the police looking for me or anything, you know. But, um, you know, because I'm not that I'm advocating bank robbing. I'm just saying that they happen to be the ones to not get caught, the ones that's in plain sight. And when you're in school for criminal justice, they actually teach you how to commit crimes. Wait, what? Not really, but yes. Because in order to solve the crime, you have to know how the crime was committed. Right? Very so, true. like, uh, they taught us how to uh, chop up bodies and flesh them. So, you know, I've never had to do it, but I feel like I'm well-versed. They did teach us stuff like that in accounting. Like, most people... In accounting? Well, no, 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 no I'm, tr I'm serious, I'm serious. You're a weird teacher. <laughs> right. Well, well no, in ethics, we learned that it's n people don't get caught their first, second, third time stealing, like embezzling money. Right. It's because they keep doing it. So I always thought, if I was just able to do just... Do one good time. Just one good time. And do it. And just... And then they're like, there's a discrepancy, and I just never rob again. Right. But then right. they say that high is too much. Like, you get away with it once, you want to get away with it again. Can I handle the high is the question. Well, no, I feel like some people do it for the just for the high. Like, they don't even want the money at this point. It's like, I can do this and get away with it. I'm that guy. You know? Okay. You know? So now you're you're living your best life. You're teaching. Uh, yes, traveling. And uh, did you grow So you didn't grow up wanting to be a... Uh, preschool teacher like it wasn't like you play with the baby doll you're like I want to raise this motherfucker. A fun fact was that my mom owned like the first black preschool where, where I'm from so all the kids like I went to school with and then my sister went to school with they all went to my mom's daycare so I always was like I'm never gonna be like my mom I'm just like her. Oh really? I look like her I talk like her I'm the same height as her my hands look like her I'm doing the same job right now she's doing yeah <sighs> There you never go. Never say never. Never say never. Hey, she taught me, huh? Okay, so let's 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 dive into your life a little bit, right? 
Are you okay. cool with that? You you good? Get your swim gear. All right, we're just diving in. You got your swim gear on? Absolutely. Let's get up in there. Okay. All right, so you graduated college. You ended up preschool. And when did you get married? In 2012. It was either 2010 or 2012. <laughs> big range. It was uh, June the 2nd, either 2010 or 2012. One of them I met him and one of them I married him. I want to say it was 2012. You know, it's just a bad year all the way around. Okay. So y'all were like the, were y'all skipping, holding hands? Like, tell me. Okay, so we met at church. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> holy. Okay. And I, my brother had just passed, you know, God rest my brother. So I was like very vulnerable, you know. So like I didn't have a Bible. And he was like, do you want to share my Bible? And I was like, no. Classic, Is that a pickup line? Right, church. right. Right, and I was like, no, I really don't want to share your Bible. <laughs> like, okay, you know, I'm in mourning. I'm about to start going back to church. Right, but then I shared his Bible, and it's so crazy because I was not even supposed to be there. It was new members class, and I had been a member for five years. But when they went back, I was getting a leadership position, but I had never took new members class. So my pastor called me and was like, you need to take new members class because I was about to become the Sunday school teacher. You need to um, go back to new members class. So I did go back to new members class, and he, it was only me and him in there. Oh. Yeah, set up. I don't know if it was a set up. I feel that like somebody set, set it up. Yeah. You know, but according to everybody else, God set it up. Yo, I got a Bible for you, baby. <laughs> He's like, do you want to share my Bible? I'm like, no. You know, maybe God set it up. Uh, flip to Leviticus 3.12. Oh, God. Oh, I'm about to start going back to church. Oh, to take a tomorrow is going to be my first day back in church in two years. Oh, really? I'm going. I, I have all Facebook posts about it. Are you ready for that? No. I'm having heart palpitations. My stomach is aching. I'm very nervous about it. Because the last time I went to church, I was married, you know? I feel like the first time you go back to church, everyone knows that it's for a big reason. And that you're a sinner now. <laughs> and the Lord must be breaking you down. God is breaking you down. He's calling you back. He only calls you back if you're broken. You know? What have you been doing in your life? What you mean? This bad? <laughs> yeah, why it's you got to go back to Well, pretty much everything I'm doing is a sin, I guess. If you look at, you know, what people call the Bible, but... You going back to get saved? No, I'm already saved by grace. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm already... Once you're saved, you're always saved. <laughs> I don't know. Some of these people out here need to be saved. Okay? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. You know, I'm not God or Jesus. You know, I'm barely a saint right now. I'm trying to get back in, crawl my way back in. Mm. We're going to see if it's supposed to be. Because ever since I said... Yesterday, I said I'm going to go back to church. Yesterday, also, my battery died in my car. I got two flat tires. Uh, my phone um, fell in the water. So I'm not sure if it's telling me I need to go back to church or, hey, you're in the right path. Remember, God Maybe. like, hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't you worry about it. You're doing good just now, boo. So I'm like, uh, what are you trying to tell me, God? Go or not to go, you know? So I don't know. Something don't want me to go. Talk to Jesus. Like, me and God argue so much that I just relate to Jesus. And he's like our middleman. Wait a minute. Jesus is automatically the middleman. But uh, how are you talking to God without Jesus? Uh, for, I talk to Jesus directly, and he he tells the message to God. But you just said you and God are arguing in your head. Yeah, we we argue. Him and I don't mesh, right? Are you sure it's God? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. God is not talking to you. Well, we talk all the We used to talk all the time. Then I realized he doesn't speak my lingo. So now I just I relay the message to Jesus because he's more hip, and then he sends it up. Well, you were supposed to be talking to Jesus anyway, not God. So I'm worried that... You were talking to the devil, and he uh, presented himself as God because, uh, <laughs> um, you know, God speaks all lingo. Um, 
Well, he's pretty uptight, and Jesus is like the middleman. I don't think so. I don't think God is uptight. Uh, I think God is cool. I think he might have been. I think maybe we should perform an exorcism today. I bought my holy oil just in case. Uh, can I read your Bible with you? No. <laughs> I don't read Bibles. Okay. I listen to God directly. You Jesus. People are more uptight than God is? Yes. Let me like, tell you something. Baby, when I first got a girlfriend, because I have a girlfriend now, it's like, I don't know if Facebook did it or like my friends did it, but all of a sudden, all of my friends were posting. Don't Like, I had a friend the next day after I posted the picture of me and my girlfriend, stop teaching children homosexuality and leave it out of school. Like, I'm teaching kids homosexuality because I got a girlfriend? Like me, I'm wholly responsible. How I took it in was, I am responsible for teaching all kids in America because I'm a teacher to say to women that I happen to be teaching all kids homosexuality. That's how I took it, but you know, I could have been in my feelings. But I had like six friends on my Facebook page post that, which is a lot. I almost posted it. For real? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, my mom is gay. What are they for real? Yeah. Well, how are you never introduced me to your mom? Oh, I mean, we'll talk about it <laughs> later. Because you were there when I went on my gay path. Yeah, how am I supposed to be like, hey, you're the second to do it. Get in line. <laughs> but you know, like, you were literally there when I, because when I met you, I was married. Yeah. And then, like, one day I just came to practice, and I was like, hey. I'm hanging out with a woman. I think I might be gay. What was I supposed to be like, hey, Tara, come here. I'm an expert on these things. <laughs> like, uh, oh, I was gay. Hook you mom, mom came out to me really when gay. he was 12, and uh, she's gay, and I can direct you on the right path. I don't think I'm gay. What was that? You I think? don't consider myself gay. Are you bi? No. I'm Terrica. I feel like I see people, like, for, for me, my girlfriend's gay. It's a, Like, for me, I feel like if my girlfriend was also a guy, I would still date her because it's her. But I also don't want male energy right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so, am offended by that. I don't want it in me. I mean, <laughs> you can be around me. I just don't want it in my space, like inside <laughs> me. And emotionally, I don't want the male energy. What was that process? Uh, go ahead. That's what I was going to ask. Like, when you, uh, I know for a lot, like, just being in the arts community, I know a lot of bisexual, queer, mm -hmm. like all sorts of identifying people. Right. And a common theme for people who maybe come out later in life is like it's a long process of like maybe grappling with emotions and not admitting it to yourself and like all that type of stuff. Like what was it like for you? Well I think that once you like start sleeping with women, like people think you're a gay expert and I'm not. Like I know absolutely nothing. I don't even know properly know. Like I say stuff wrong all the time. Because I don't consider myself gay. Not that there's anything wrong with gay people. I love all people. I just think I don't know, like, I still don't call people proper pronouns. Because I don't look at that. Like, I don't see, I just see people as people. So it's not such a big deal to me. I think coming out for me was super hard because I was in the church. And I don't think that I need to come out because I don't, like, I'm not, I think a lot of people were super scared that I was going to be like, ooh, you got a fat booty. I mean, some people really have fat booties, but I was looking at that even when I was, you know, I, I don't have a booty. And I always well, I was, was going to high five. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Man, I love booties because they're great. And I feel like straight women love booties too. It's just I didn't, I don't know how to come out. And for a long time, it's not that I hear her. I just didn't want people in that personal space about like, oh, what are people going to say? I'm a teacher. I was in church. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's just that I just fell in love with the woman. And I had, a, I had a girlfriend before her and some other girlfriends too. It's just that I 
emotionally need to be with a female. And it's hard to explain, especially to my sisters. <laughs> because one sister's like, you don't need to tell me anything. <laughs> you know? And the other sister's like, no, you're gay. You're gay. And I'm just like, no, you know, I'm not. It's just hard for me to explain. But I totally see how people feel. Because, for, for instance, do you have a girlfriend? No. Okay. <laughs> have you had one before? Yes. Okay. Those girls, did you love them? Uh, one of them. Okay, you loved her? Yeah. With all your heart? Yeah. If she told you she was a man, would you still be with her? Nah. Why? Because uh, sex is a big part of a relationship to me. But if you had sex with her and she now has female organs, would you still be with her? If she, it's getting deep. It's getting deep. If she had, if she, you're saying if she had a dick? No, she had female organs. Oh, but she said she was a man? She said she used to be a man. Oh, she used to be a man. Right. Uh, I would feel betrayed. No, nah, that's not the question I asked you. Would you still be with her? See, your love has stipulations. Yes. What I feel like is my love doesn't have stipulations. That's stipulation. Yeah. So that's why I don't consider myself to have a sexuality. Because for me, right, if I liked you, you know, it would not matter to me if you were a man or a woman. If you decided today, if I'm with you, right, and you decided today that you wanted to be a woman, I would still be with you because I love my love does not have that stipulation on set on your sexuality, you know, on, on your body parts. Mons has stipulations. You gotta shower. Like I can't be with you. No, I'm not talking about those stipulations, but you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't care if you were a man or woman or if you decided today that you just want to be a woman, you know? Everyone has a checklist, right? Of right. Things what, they want in a partner. But that's what I'm saying. For me, the gender does not is not one of right. my stipulations. That's why I don't feel like I'm bisexual because bisexual people they still look at the gender yeah oh you're a man i'm attracted to men to men uh, oh you're a woman i'm attracted to women i don't look at oh you're a woman so i'm attracted to you my girlfriend's name is ashley i look at her because she's ashley but it wouldn't matter if he was ashley how's the little chick-fil-a that's another one of my stipulations you know shut up i'm serious i think chick-fil-a is overrated i said it Mm, and you just got off my list. I know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Take me off. Take me off that list. I think Chick Fil A is over. Over. You know. Overrated. It's not that good. The chicken sandwich is dry. I said it. It's very dry. It's no sauce on it. Now the Chick Fil A sauce is bomb. Now. <laughs> but if it's good, you don't need sauce. See, there's a probably look. Things have changed in your life, and about two or three years ago, you suddenly started hating Chick-fil-A. It's all good. No, never. I, I, it's not that I hate Chick-fil-A. You know, they don't support your causes. And it's oh, because, oh, because I'm dating women, you know. But you ready for this? Whatever. Whatever, Look, Chick-fil-A. You can get back at them by licking the Chick-fil-A sauce off a woman. Uh, what? <laughs> Why would we do that? It sounds like a yeast infection. See, you know, that's a problem with men. They have these... Thoughts and ideas, and I used to, I tried this because listen, in two, it was two thousand five, and I saw this on a movie that was written by a man, chocolate syrup. So you know I go get the chocolate syrup. I made a whole ice cream sundae down there, and he's just licking and he gets inside of me. I never mind. Should we not go there? <laughs> no, go there. We're there. <laughs> what movie was this? No, I don't even know what movie. But I you know, in your this. mind, you always every book you read, somebody's licking. Men just have to be licking something off of a woman, and so I had a whole. Chocolate syrup and whipped cream and a whole cherry down there. He's licking it. But then afterwards, what comes after the licking? Then the sticking. But it's chocolate <laughs> syrup still down there. You know? 
<laughs> it was not fun after, you know. <laughs> It hurt. I <laughs> don't know how to respond to that, it's sir. A, just let you know, stop leaking stuff off people. And stop it's not right. You don't have to do it. You don't need it. It's natural. It's perfect. Trust me, I know now. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect just the way it is. You see what you were missing out on? <laughs> All these years, you know. Okay? <laughs> but I'm making up for it. Let me oh. not say that. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have had some interesting conversations. Hi. We got into an argument once because I told her I could eat out a woman better than her. Do you remember that conversation? Ne never. I know. I don't remember that conversation because I've never bragged about my skills. Uh, yes, I you know do. I have not. Yes, I know that don't, is a lie. Don't pretend. Just, that is a lie. That, don't pretend. That is. <laughs> We've never had this discussion. Yes, we have. And not about you. me. I said, I don't think you can do it better than a woman. And That's I said what I, I said, oh. but not me. It oh, wasn't okay. me because right. I'm not saying that my skills are great or that they're bad, you know. But what I'm saying is that I don't talk about my skills. Okay. I talk about romancing women. And you can't you. do better. You're I new to the game. I promise I can romance a woman better than you. Which is why I'm with the women now. Do we need to because men don't do it do right. Like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what, is the, what is the best thing that you have done for, for a woman's life? It's her birthday. What have you done? Best thing? Let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Is this with the goal of getting her into the bedroom or is this... No, see, that's a problem. Why does it have to have a goal? Because if you do it right, she's going to go to the bedroom. See what I mean? That is... No, no, no. I have learned that. It is It is reverse psychology. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Men, men are looking at the right stuff. <laughs> and that's what happens with men. Why they're not... This is not going to turn into a man bashing thing because it's not that. Because <laughs> I don't hate men regardless of what people think. I love men. So there's no goal. There should be no goal. You should be doing it to make her feel good, not to make you feel good later. Oh. So stop thinking the stuff right now in your head and just. <laughs> okay. Stop prolonging it. Okay. The best thing I've ever done is I had a friend, and I was states away, and I paid for her to come down, and I showed her everything I was doing. We just had a fun day of me taking her around and showing her the city and everything that I was currently doing in that city with no end goal. Uh, she was staying there for a couple of days, and she was going to either sleep on my couch. Uh, but I got us a hotel room because I figured it'd be better for her to have a place to stay that she can go back to because I had to also work during the day. Rather than her just being around uh, my friends and being in that environment, she just had a home base, and it was a very chill weekend. Just whack. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Pretty whack. I mean, I didn't see. Did you have a climax to that story? Uh... There was a climax, but I cannot I know, talk but about what I'm saying is that there was no greatness. She just happened to be, you know, excited easily. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's easily excited, you know, because, I mean, was you ready excited? for mine? Was she are, excited are, 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 are you ready for my story so I can give you some points? <laughs> Let's not do that. Was she, okay. <laughs> Pretty much. You got your pen out? Okay. Take some me, notes. Let me take some notes. All right, so here we go. I'm going to give you three different scenarios of things I've done. Oh. Okay. Is your boo come yes. on? Yeah. Come in here, girl. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about romancing uh, women because McNeil feels like he can romance better, even though all you've done is uh, get, a you cheap place, get a cheap place like how much money? and show her the city. And, but you didn't let her sleep on your couch. How perfect. Why couldn't she sleep in your bedroom? Because uh, I was sharing it with a friend. <laughs> right. So that's why you got the hotel. You didn't get the hotel because you were being nice to her. You got the hotel so you can get some booty. <laughs> And then you tried to say it wasn't for end result. See what I mean? Now take these notes. Point one. Okay. <laughs> so, um, one of the things I've done, um, okay, so it was a, you know, I was talking to this girl and 
She had a bad school year. You know your uh, your significant other is in here. I so know, I but one of the things I've done for a good baby, do I romance you? I'm romantic. She has shook in her head. Yes. She nodded. She nodded. <laughs> she nodded. So what I'm trying to say is men do not think the same way that women think. And you just proved it by saying the most romantic thing you've done was to pay for a plane ticket to fly her down just to show her the same stuff that you told her about on the phone. So. That's, uh, that's hours. Let me talk. Let me talk. Because you probably got to take it off kayak. Go Thank ahead. you. Okay. So, so um, it was a girl I was talking to. And she had a like bad year at school. So. The school year was coming up, so first I had her some flowers that were delivered that said, you know, I hope this school year is better than the last. So she was not expecting that, so that was good. And then later, um, on that day, because it was like Labor Day weekend, I picked her up and we drove to the mountains. I had a private chef come in and cook uh, three a three-course meal plus um, appetizer and dessert. And he made a homemade in our cabin. And while he was cooking, <laughs> and while he was cooking, um, we got massages out on the uh, porch overlooking the mountains. So I could just stop there, but you know I'm not. Um, so for my girlfriend's birthday, I took her. <laughs> we went to um, Florida, and um, I took her to uh, some places that she would like. And and then on her birthday that morning, we went to the spa and we got massages and we sat in the um, whirlpool and. I kissed her a lot and just romanced her and made her feel good about herself. And it was no stipulations and I didn't want but I just wanted her to feel good. Are you sure you didn't want anything? I, I want her to feel good. See, but it's going to come, young Jedi. <laughs> but, but it's going to come. You can't do it for a butt. Like, that can't be a reason for doing it. And I think that's what happens with men, you know? See, you should make me a teacher, like an instructor. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did all these things lead to something happening? It does not matter. No, 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 no. That's that the does not matter. Did something? I would not say yes or no to that. Because what I'm trying to say is those things does not matter. It does not. That does not <laughs> so, matter. So, so at the end of these nights, at the end of these nights, after sending her flowers, you get a private chef, chef cooking the most wonderful meal she has ever had. You get a massage while that meal is being cooked, and y'all just y'all both just go to sleep. You. Yes, actually, that one we did go to sleep because it was we couldn't do anything. Your game is off. No, it was not off because I didn't do it for that. Because women have stuff that they can't do stuff all the time. Fair enough. I so if that was to happen when you flew your girl down, would you have been upset? No, because there was an obvious roadblock. No, because you probably would have said something dumb like all <laughs> men say. You know what I'm talking about. I was you just going to say <laughs> Right. That's probably what you would have said. Right. You know, I probably would have been upset or did something dumb. So you can't, the end result cannot be for a booty. You know what is, you know what love is? Do you? Washing a bloody towel. No, that's not love. <laughs> that's not love. That's not love. That's natural. That's natural. That's what I'm saying. That's no, love. you're saying that's love means it takes a lot to get that done. Meaning that, oh, I don't really want to do this. Why wouldn't you want to do it? You're inside her vagina with her penis. You have touched every gross spot ever. Like, I mean, what is the difference between, I don't understand. I don't understand. Enlighten me, sir. Speak for all men. You're only human no, speak, 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 what you're not going to do. No, speak, here we go. Speak for, show us how men think. No, I think it's a struggle for you to wash a bloody towel. <laughs> no, that's not. Meanwhile, we give birth to your kids. Miss um, Terica. Yes, Glenn. Miss Terica T. Yes. Um, I appreciate the romantic tips that you have given Thank me. Thank you. 
I will take those into consideration and uh, ingratiate them. Integrate, actually. Sorry. I'm a little nervous. Integrate no, no those. No problem. You should be. It's <laughs> being real, huh? There's <laughs> no humor. There's no humor. It's just real. I will integrate those into the McNeil repertoire. And then don't try to say you did it by yourself. So that means you're admitting that I am better at romancing than you are. I think we each have our strengths. No, and we but that's not your strength. And it's okay. Yeah, my strength is making them giggle. Andrew, you're awfully quiet over here. Hey, I'm just listening, and uh, I'm learning a lot from both ends of this thing right here. What you learn from McNeil? Uh, McNeil has given me advice in the past when it comes to No, we talked about Neil. You said you're listening right now and learning. What have you just learned from McNeil? Oh, never complain about washing a towel. Thank you. You're learning. I love washing towels. Um, <laughs> uh, with fabric softener. And uh, whatnot. Um, so, one of the things that your profile says is that you're on a spiritual journey. Yes. Can you talk about your spiritual journey? Well, when I first <laughs> left the church, because I've always, you know, believed Jesus is everything and God is everything and Jesus Hallelujah. is right and God is right. But then I learned so many other spiritual practices and, you know, about other spiritual things other than just, you know. What we're taught when we're young. Because I feel like people always say you choose religion. No, you don't. Your parents choose it for you. And then later on in life, you can choose again. So I feel like now I'm on a spiritual journey to find myself and not just what people, you know, tell me about me. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, I see you living your best life. You're out there uh, yes. wrestling alligators now. <laughs> First off. Is that, is that what living uh, your best life well, is? Let me just say something. Don't be stalking my Facebook page trying to find funny stuff. Um, I just wanted the places uh, that we went for her birthday. And I didn't even think that she would like it. It's just something I found interesting. And ever since then, she's in love with alligators and she researched it. And, but I wanted to take that picture even though I was very scared. And the guy kept scaring me. But I wanted to take the pictures because I told my kids I would take a picture of the alligator. Okay. It, it was fun. That's beautiful. Have you ever touched one? I have not. You haven't lived. Well, you're just going to keep coming on the show and insulting me? No, I'm just encouraging you to go out and touch one. Okay. Also, no, I want to live. I don't know. Why would I go near one of those death because, machines? Well, this one, um, they had, they were able to train them like you train dogs. No. Uh, uh-uh. But also, they were telling us, like, the blind spots on them and stuff, so we come up from the back on them. You know Steve Irwin's dead, right? Who's that? The crocodile. Oh, Crocky. Well, you know, that was I wasn't out in the, you know, jungle. I just was at oh, Gatorland. Is that that's Myrtle Beach, right? No, we were in Orlando. Oh down yeah. Oh that's oh that's the that's number four that I wrote down on my notes. What? Florida. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. Nope. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's first off. Um okay, so one of the things I want to talk to you about is the reason you're here. Let's talk about your mistake that you've made. I've made I don't make a lot of mistakes. But when I make them they're stream. So which one you want to know? Which one to know about? Like just one or? You tell me. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is 2005. And um, this is like around, the, yeah, 2005. I was working at a restaurant. Should I say the restaurant name? They're closed. It's closed down, y'all. Anyway. Yeah, that's so Oh, Charlie's. <laughs> Creek. And um, I had a headache. And I was like the assistant dining room manager there. So, but I couldn't really be friends with people. But, you know, so... Because I, I was in leadership. So my head was hurting. I was like, I'm probably hungry. I've been there all day. And the guy was like, well, I have a brownie and chocolate would probably 
you know, make your hair stop hurting. And I, and I guarantee I always eat this and make my hair stop hurting. He was like, only eat half of it because it's very rich. So I was like, well, I'm hungry. So I just went to the bathroom and ate the whole brownie. So you didn't listen? I did not listen. Okay. <sighs> not even. a note of that. <laughs> it was not even 10 minutes later. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling crazy. And I broke my glasses. And I can't even see the big E on the chart. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe it's time for me to go home. I'm already feeling loopy. My head is not hurting, though. So I'm like, the brownie did work. And so by this time, I'm trying to sweep my section. And I'm sweeping one spot. And it's been now like three hours. So the guy, he comes back. He was like, you know, are you okay? And I was like, no, you know, I'm hungry. And I broke my glasses. And he was like, did you eat the whole brownie? And I'm like, yes, I ate the whole brownie. It was so good. And he's like, and I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, it was a wee brownie. Now... I am very like, what's the color? Is it green? You know, like people that's never really done anything. Green. At that you time, I was super green. No, at that time, I was super green. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm high. I'm a drug addict. Like, I'm going to be like craving this drug. And meanwhile, I'm still sweeping the floor. So I dropped them. My manager was like, just go home. Because I'm telling the manager what happened. And so I'm thinking, I can't drive. Now, I don't know if, because without my glasses or without contacts, I cannot see my hand in front of my face. But for some reason that night, I could see. I not only drove myself home, I drove myself 20 minutes past my house to go to this Wendy's that I really like. <laughs> and I ordered like 50 to 100 nuggets. But I didn't just order them. I ordered them two nuggets in a package. So I woke up the next morning with like a 100 nugget package from Wendy's all over my bed, a nugget in my mouth, sauce all <laughs> over me. And it was, it, it was bad. What did you learn from that experience? Don't eat the whole brownie. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to eat one, don't eat the whole brownie. But I don't know what would happen if I would have only ate half. Like, I don't, you know? You'd only eat 50 nuggets. half your vision back. Or maybe the key to, people don't even know this, but we can cure bad eyesight. Glaucoma? I don't have glaucoma. Astigmatism? No, I don't know. I just, my glasses are super thick. I mean, if you want to see, they're like thick, thick. So I really cannot see at all. But with um, the weed, I can see. Or maybe I just believe that I can see because weed affects your brain. And we were watching, um, Baby was showing me this show. Like, was it a week ago with the kids who were um, smoking weed for cancer? Yeah. Yeah, the kids were like super high because they were smoking, smoking <laughs> weed. And they were like six or seven. And they just would be high all day because they dealt with chronic <laughs> And they were like jumping on the trampoline, like you know. And before that, they had like a death sentence of like two or three months, and here they were jumping on the trampoline, happy. Weed is the answer. Not that I smoke, cause I don't. <laughs> you know. Uh, humor and mistakes does not condone the use of marijuana in any way, shape, or form, cause it is illegal in most states. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to say that? I mean, I, I don't, don't smoke weed. What I'm saying is, I don't smoke weed. What I'm saying is that possibly. Weed could be the cure for everything. I'll say, I, I think if it helps you in any way, go ahead and do it. I mean, I don't do it ever, you know. Do you need to say that one more time? No, I really don't. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't smoke weed at all. I'm scared of drugs because I have, like, a high tolerance for stuff, so I would have to use a lot of it. And Coca-Cola makes me crazy, so I know weed is just, you know, one Coke and I'm, I'm out here. So for your next mistake, did you bring more than one? I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes. I want your next mistake to hold a little bit more weight. You know, I wanted to, I want a mistake that you at the time thought was a really big deal and uh, you can laugh at now. I got married. Oh. No, 
That was a big one. That Talk was about a- it. So, we have been together maybe like a year and two months when he asked me. But he didn't just, you know how when you're a girl, oh, you don't know how. You dream, of this, you dream of this proposal. Like, oh, and it's like the movies and you're out on a picnic or you're at dinner and everybody knows he's about to propose and you're just waiting. Mine was nothing like that. I was doing my hair and I, I just came from the gym. So, I had like holy shirts and I was under the dryer and I had like these big rollers in my hair because I had just took the perm out. I was getting perms back then. The relaxer and I just washed the relaxer out and I'm under the dryer and the dryer is like one of those rickety dryers that uh the top falls down if you don't hold the books on it and sit just right so I'm holding the top of it and I have and he just like I have something to ask you I have something to ask you and I'm like what is it so I'm picking on the dryer I'm like what is it you know these rollers and he was down on his knee he asked me to marry him so you know that's, that's romantic like I okay sure that was very romantic you don't have to sit I thought at the time I mean, it was cheap, right? Um, right. Did y'all have a lot of money then? I mean, okay. No, I'm saying like maybe that was the best he could do. No, I'm not saying that that wasn't the best he could do. I'm just saying that it was not what I dreamed that it would be. But I have learned since then that that probably is the best way that it could have been done. But I feel like at least let me be. I don't want to remember me um, being asked to be married like in with like tights on with holes and Clorox stains and rollers in my hair and you know. Uh, no, I want to be asked. <laughs> I want to ask, be asked to be married. NBA game is on. I'm having fun watching the NBA game, and then you come and ask me to marry you. And it's like I'm doing what I naturally do around you, and you ask me to marry you in that. Why would se- Why would I ask you to marry me? I'm not talking about you. I'm of saying any not. person, any girl. Why you not asking? Well, I'm saying like in general, if I was a, if the I was to be proposed to, right. that's how I'd want it in the, my natural habitat. Well, I guess maybe now that I'm older, I realize that maybe that was a, a good setting, maybe. But I was shocked, and I always thought that I should get married because I'm supposed to. You know, they tell you, you know, when you're a girl, like that's that's the highlight of your life. Well, that's how you get half that money. I have what money? There was <laughs> that's no your money. Re- marriage there was no is money. your retirement plan. <laughs> no, <there> was, <laughs> I would definitely. Not have a retirement plan then. Be a Walmart greeter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Chose pretty the wrong much. person. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 yeah, half a, half a 98 Honda Civic. <laughs> you have to have a license for that. Um, so, <laughs> so, no, it's not. Nice man. <laughs> he's, he's a nice man. Um, It's just that it was a mistake. I mean, I was 23 and he was 40. Let's not touch this. Why? Let's not touch this. I'd rather change the subject. But why? Uh, I got I got dumped for a forty one year old back when I was twenty five and she was twenty three. Because in your life you think that it's right. I just chose the wrong forty one year old. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot out there. I just wanted. Yeah, I'm a fixer. You know, I'm a fixer-upper person. Okay. I can't like, wait I feel till like I'm 40. <laughs> oh, me neither. You're going to get all the girls. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All the young and dumb ones. Oh, straight 25, baby. All right, okay. <laughs> and then what happened was I grew up. He was already grown. You know? He can't grow up. I mean, he's grown. And I grew up, so. Did you grow past him, you think? Not even just. I, I feel like I was already past him. Because for me to be 23 and be on the same level as a 41-year-old, I'm already past you, you know? What are they and it's not speaking about? bad about them, but you know what I mean? It's just that I grew. Like, I was still in my 20s. I was still young. Didn't know anything. Great. Why does he find that attractive? Right. I, and later in life, I always found out what is it that he found attractive about that? You know? 
Shame on him. Shame on him. And so now I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> All that to say that, you know, um, with the one. <laughs> and he hates it. Yeah. Oh, he hates it? Yes. He absolutely hates it. I feel like you get to say you were the last, like the last penis. But then, don't that make you think that your penis was so not good that now I no longer want it? I feel like that's what men think. That was my stepdad's, uh, that was my stepdad's breaking point. Was like, he? Because uh, whenever he would try to be big and bad, <laughs> that's that little slight you throw in there. I'm like, well, mom's gay as hell. Right. <laughs> so clearly you can't be that much of a man. You know? But that's still, I mean, that was before still beat though. Uh, <laughs> that was before still beat though. We'll still be. Y'all remember the Twitter? Oh, oh, oh. We have that now. Oh, yeah, so I remember like, that now. What is that? It, I still it. beat, though. That was like a meme for a oh, while. Oh, you still... Oh, <laughs> beat! Oh! Yeah, you still <laughs> fucked, though. So. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's now in the pocket of uh, whatever guy, but... You can just... Whatever. Throw it out there. How, it, was, now, whenever we talk, he's just like, yeah, but you're... You know? He still beat. No, he's like, yeah, but you're... You know, he oh. calls me, you know? I'll give him some. Th- I'll give him some lines to say to you. No, we don't. We don't need to talk. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna ask. Uh, how long was the engagement before the wedding? First time I had my wedding planned at night. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'm super on top of stuff and I'm a fast thinker. Well, I had my colors and everything. How I wanted to walk down. How I had my wedding was beautiful, honey. Okay, I mean the ceremony was everything. Now I feel like I wasted the ceremony. Like I could never get that back. I can't do that same thing because it was a perfect wedding. Not really the perfect marriage, but now I can't get that back. It's like, can I get that back? You're bigger and better, though. But can I do that? It was the best. It was like a thousand candles, beautiful colors. All the songs were like the best wedding songs. I, I, and I feel like can I, I can't I can no longer use those songs if I have another wedding. Like I can't use those songs. I can't use those same colors because then when people look at pictures, they don't know if it's the same pictures from before or different pictures. I am irritated right now because I'm in my boy's wedding and I'm like, I did not know it was this much shit. Like, why can't y'all just say your vows, we show up to some kind of venue, some place, say our vows and bounce. Like, do you know how much money I'm about to spend on my boy's wedding? And every time I'm like, yo, dude, it's getting a little ridiculous. He's like, are you, it's my wedding. And I was like, that he can out. It's his that he can say do what he wants. I can four people out. Why? Why? Why are weddings that high up on a pedestal? Because it's not fair. Because I know my wedding is gonna be super chill. Because it's gonna be like, yo, no, it's bro. not. It's your time to shine. It's that one time that it's all about you. Everybody came for you. Like me, my friend got pregnant. You gotta go. Like she could not be in the what? Wedding. Everybody's not gonna be looking <laughs> at your stomach when they supposed to be looking at me. It's not about you, and I feel like she should have waited. Like <laughs> you're not even married. What are you doing? Not that, not that you can't get pregnant without being married. What I'm saying is, you knew I was about to get married. Why did you do that? You threw her out. Are y'all I still know cool? she can still sit on the front. No, <laughs> <laughs> but you know that wedding destroyed a lot of friendships for me. But what I'm saying is, you knew I was about to get married, and you knew you were supposed to be in my wedding. Like, why couldn't you wear some contraceptives or do something to prohibit? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that why can't you? I feel like it was about me and you trying to make it about you. I feel like she was Were jealous. You a no. Do you know the wedding industry <laughs> hustles y'all, right? Because I, they understand that y'all a... want to get married so bad that they jack up the prices on everything. Like, do you realize the average venue costs fifteen thousand dollars? And we both Huh? I got married in my How church. much did it cost? Free. Okay, it was free, that's good. <laughs> but do you realize from the hood, do you understand what a hustle is? 
Yeah, I do. I do know it's a hustle, but I blame society. Because they tell you you're not a woman unless you're married to the man and you have kids. And for a long time, they told me I wasn't a woman because I didn't have no kids. So it's like, okay, this wedding got to be popping because this is what's going to judge me for everything. You know, the world is watching. So y'all are willingly getting hustled. Because my mom <laughs> used to tell me, willingly getting hustled makes you a fool. And that's why I can't... Whoa, are you I'm not, call, I'm not I calling like you you're a trying fool. to call me I'm saying in, I am calling all the society I don't think ever. so, I did it very... My dad paid for a lot of stuff, and so did my sister. Shout out to y'all. Couldn't that like money have gone money. in y'all's pocket? You said he ain't, he ain't drove a Honda Civic. I never said he drove a Honda Civic. Cause <laughs> I, never told, I never said that. I never said that. I know for a fact. That's a tradition, right? The bride's family pays, right? I ain't paying I'm, shit I'm if I have sure a daughter. I'm pretty sure it was a tradition. Not a damn family. thing. She gonna be so upset that when I tell her. Thing, Why? Because I'm not paying a damn thing for a wedding. Absolutely Why? Because it's a waste of money. I'd rather, i give you money for your down payment of your house before I paid for a party. Yeah, but I, see, I didn't even have, mine wasn't like a party. I had like one of those uppity weddings. It wasn't even about the DJ. It was more about, and see, because he was old and I was like young, the um, DJ, I told him to play like an old new mix. So he would play an old song, but play a newer version of it right out there that was comparable. You get what I mean? Better make like old Spotify playlist. But no, <laughs> but no, like I feel like, you know, mine wasn't about the party. I really wanted a ceremony. Like I wanted all that stuff that they tell you to dream about when you're a little girl. That you see on TV, like a different world. And somebody run down and, you know. How, what was the ring? <laughs> the big, the wedding ring. It was not, it was not a big ring. No. But it's okay because I don't have to have a big ring like, you know. Shut up, <laughs> Why are you laughing? It was not a big ring. Like I knew he couldn't afford a lot. And it was okay because I was young. So you know uh, our <laughs> research team. You found a ring? Uh, oh no, our research team dug into your Facebook. And there was a post that was made. You know those predictive posts about how your year is going to be? Okay. And it said, what surprises are going to face you in 2019? Okay. And it predicts. It just is like, you yeah. know, you might have a kid or something. Uh, you're just said engagement. It was the yellow, uh, like the yellow background. You look, how far back did you look on my Facebook? First of all, the research team. That was the research team. The research team said that you would be engaged in 2019. Uh, what's going on here? You got like three months. Ashley, be careful. I don't know. You know Facebook be lying? Okay. I don't, I'm just saying. I, mean, I don't know. You got to talk to the research team. Um, I don't know. Unless Facebook knows something. I don't know. But, you know, I'm taking my time. We're traveling and, you know, happy and and living life. Don't don't make it awkward. Don't make this awkward. <laughs> because it's super awkward because she's in here. So, you know, like, I could have talked, like, and said, like, oh, my God, I love her. You're not going to say all those things before that. But I can't say that because she's in here. And I don't want to scare her off. Why are you trying Is to scare her? Is that your toxic masculinity and not allowing you to admit that but you why love do someone? You think, why? This is, like, my second time being called masculine in, like, <laughs> two weeks. And I don't. When did I become the masculine one? First of all, wait. I have to go there. Because we had this whole discussion. Like, I am masculine and people that i work with call me masculine all the time and i'm not masculine why do you feel that i was making a bit about how you couldn't express your love okay because you know i'm not masculine I'm soft and fair enough so let's talk about so your mistakes that you've made right how do you feel that they've shaped your life <laughs> well i don't eat brownies from random people <laughs> and um i follow the directions when given those brownies that i don't get and, hmm, I really don't learn from mistakes. 
I make them over and over again. Little mistakers don't follow this advice. <laughs> I make them over and over again and just cross my fingers and wish that I get a different result. I mean, no, I'm not going to marry a man again. Well, so, well yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like uh, that whole engagement, marriage, and everything did teach you. you uh, would I be wrong if I said you're more in tune with who? yourself now yeah i feel more confident in myself to say okay i don't have to just do this because people say but i can say that but at the same time i do make still make decisions now based off what people say and maybe the lesson that i learned was to was that it is okay to make mistakes yeah just eventually learn from them and <laughs> don't be like me you know learn from those mistakes and but I guess with the marriage thing, what I would have learned is that um, it's okay to be me. Like, even if somebody else doesn't like it. I am learning that. Sometimes I do feel bad that I'm me. That sounds crazy. But I feel bad that I'm me because I feel like I don't want to make the decisions that everybody wants me to make. Ever. Well, it is, I, I think that's like, it's hard. People are put under pressure to like be them their authentic selves, right? Mm -hmm. And if you and if you bend or if you... Uh, put the pleasure of others, like, above yourself, I think it's looked down upon a little bit. Right. You're called selfish and, yeah. you know, oh, you should do this because it's for, like, my sister's always telling me, oh, you should do this because it's the right thing to do. And I'm like, yeah. but who, who, who said it was right? And like, I, who said it? And But you're, you sound like you're living, your, you're living yourself now. Yeah, right now I am, like, authentically me, like, and I love it because I'm almost like, I don't care. I don't care if people think that, oh, you know, they love to say I'm a man-hater now. I don't know why. Or that, um, I get oh, that I'm vibe. just, you get that vibe? I'm joking. Shut up. <laughs> See, you're making, you're turning me into one. Um, but no, you know, they love to just say, oh, oh, I have been called selfish a lot. Or I only think about me. And, um, but aren't we supposed to think about ourselves? Yeah. You know, because we always are being told, like, when we're growing up, no, do this. It's the right thing to do. Do this because I said do it. It'll make you feel better if you do stuff for other people. Not it'll make you feel better if you do what you want to do. You know? Well, I think if you're living your best self, you're being authentic, then you're able to help people more. You're able to, you're able to do more for others and not be so selfish because you're being yourself. Whereas when you're not truly being yourself, like then you're you're sadder you're you're not as energetic like you you're dancing around you uh yeah you, you're high on life yeah i'm pretty high on life <laughs> um one of the questions oh one of the things i want to say that made me proud of you is uh i don't know i don't know if you want to talk about this but you had a time when you had a racist boss and oh, God. Yes, it's you stood up for all of us <laughs> stood up for all the brown people um <laughs> Yes, so... Were you scared to do that? I was scared because he, like, threatened to kill me. Yeah, he threatened... Well, he didn't say kill. He just kept threatening to show up at my job. Yeah, I wanted to quit, and I did quit, but it was like, who can't quit a job? And so I had to go on the news, really, for self-protection because he was calling me. And, you know, this man still, like, calls the news station now and, and threatens to sue them because he, because of his that story, he had to change the name of his restaurant. And he had to, um, like, do other stuff because of the flag that he got. Because, and even though now, when you Google that name, that news, uh, they still pops up. From so, where can I you tell been. the little mistakers what happened? Um, I was trying to uh, quit a job because I was being treated unfairly. Like, I was called names like a button-up, uh, which is, um, like, a, a slur for 
dating women. Um, and then um, I was told. Uh, Did not know that. Yeah, you... a button up. I don't get it. Like a, it's like another word for like a. I don't like this word. I don't like like. Oh. Yeah. I still don't get it. A button up, like a stud. Because he oh, felt like okay. I was more, oh. he felt like I was the best one. I was saying like the clitoris looks like a button. No, like a button, <laughs> like the shirt button. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's whoa, that went far. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't know. I didn't order button. I yeah. never heard that before. Like today. a button up because he, you know, people feel like um all like more mm-hmm. of the uh, dowdy women wear button up shirts. Okay. So yeah, I was talking about uh, button up, and then I was told um, it's okay because black people and Italian people were um, similar, and that I had strong hands, um, like you know most black women, um, and that <laughs> it just was like so. I tried to I, I tried to leave the job and quit, um, and when I did, I was uh, called on my phone and harassed and told that I, my face looked like a bug, and then he sent um, pictures of bugs and blackface to my phone like flies but it had like a black person's face on it and huge big uh red lips and um then he um proceeded to tell me how ugly I was and it's not my fault that I was black and ugly and that I and at the time I was working at Red Lobster so he said um I probably uh love working at Red Lobster because then I have hamburger shrimp you know like the shrimp like from um Bubba shrimp from Forrest Gump he did that whole spill like my voicemail he called like every day all day for like weeks. How and weeks. good of a job did you do? Jesus. Right, right, right. And the news press kept saying, "Are you sure that y'all did? Y'all had a platonic relationship?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> we were not doing anything else, you know. It was, it was bad. Oh, he might have thought he wanted him some, uh, some dark chocolate. No, some, he did not. He did. No. He was upset. He thought he was gonna get it. No, I'm okay. That's probably why I don't want any, any masculine energy. Oh, he ruined it. He ruined it for everybody. Oh, damn. For all mankind. Okay. Well, and you stood up for yourself, which I yeah. was very proud of when you were telling me the story. Like I did. You just threw him under the bus. Like, nah. Roll over him. Here you go. Yeah. News. Here's this racist person. No, and then the news people were worse because they went to the restaurant and had, the, like, had him and like his mug shots and everything over there. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, they extra petty, you know. <laughs> They're definitely petty. Like, we spoke to the owner, and here he is. And there he was, like, no camera. I'm like, oh, that's petty. So you're working on a book. Yes. Memoirs to a caterpillar from a butterfly. Yes, I'm now the butterfly. Talking to the younger version of myself. It's an interactive journal. I just thought about, because you know, caterpillars uh, morph into like a beautiful butterfly. But a caterpillar doesn't know it's going to become a butterfly. Did you know that? No. Caterpillars don't know they're going to become butterflies. I used to be obsessed with them when I was like really little because I read The Hungry Caterpillar. Right, right. And, the, and what happens at the end? The caterpillar does not know. When he goes to sleep, that he's gonna be a butterfly when he comes out. That must be terrifying. Right, you're waking up like, who am I now? I can fly. I got fucking wings. Right, where did they come? Did I always have these? Was I just too fat before? Can I still be friends with the other caterpillars? No. What? No, you you fly away. You're oh, by man. I would give my caterpillar friends a ride. I would like be like, hop on. I'll... But no, because the caterpillar weighs more than the butterfly, right? No, caterpillars are small. Hmm, I never thought about that. Just to catch little fuzzy ones at school. But I, I, See, no, 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 because that's dangerous. What did you do with them? I was just holding them. Okay. Let them crawl on Making sure you didn't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a sign. You know, uh, <laughs> just want to make sure. So you see a kid out there killing a bunch of bugs, you like... No, I'm saying what I made my kid do. No, I had a kid kill a bug last week, and I kept telling him, stop killing bugs, stop killing bugs. So they killed the bugs, so I put it on the leaf, and we went inside and got tambourines. 
And we marched around the school with the bug on the leaf, and we prayed, and then we went out back and we buried it, <laughs> and we sang songs. And one little girl was like, I have a song I want to sing, Miss T. And I'm like, what? She said, Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> and she gave it all her, she, and everything was not a dry eye. And nobody has killed a bug since. Oh, wow. Okay, so you stopped the potential. Yeah. That bug got a better funeral than I would have uh, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer. Yeah. Okay. We didn't have that in my school. Um, they would just give you a can of Raid and uh, let you have at it. What school did you go to? I don't want to call my school North Moran Elementary School. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> in uh, Spencer, North Carolina. Smithfield. Uh, Spencer. Spencer. Yes. Uh, my school was so bad that when the drug dog came in, a teacher threw her purse out the window. Was <laughs> <laughs> that supposed to be funny? Uh, no, it's a true story. <laughs> oh, it's true for it real? It is a true story. Why? She had drugs? Uh, of course she did. Why? Where did you grow up? <laughs> I mean, where, did, where is this place? That's uh, in North Carolina. It's in a small town in North Carolina. Yeah, I was from a small town. That's pretty. Yeah. Small and dangerous. And so, here you are today. So Here I am. I'm a butterfly. Am I a butterfly yet? No. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, see, see, the book is about, like, speaking back to the younger version of myself and healing from childhood trauma so it doesn't show back up in your adult life. And I talk about being married. And I talk about my 12-year-old self being the person who decided to get married to a 41-year-old man. That's scary. Do you tell yourself to eat more peaches? Like, you're like... <laughs> no. Peaches? For what? No reason. No, really, why? Because they're healthy. They're they're very healthy fruit. Oh, like, do I go back and tell... Shut up. <laughs> I, I didn't... Okay, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I wish I told myself to eat carrots. I should have told myself to listen to my mom about shaving. She told me do not shave. And I did. And now I have, like, a, a whole bowl of tea. That's terrible. Do you tell yourself, like, you know that girl in uh, high school that you're kind of attracted to? I was not attracted to girls in high school. Like, I wasn't attracted to, I'm not attracted to genders. I I don't think I had a crush on a girl. There was not any great girls that I went to high school with. Oh. See, my mom said she had always been attracted to women. No. But see, I'm from a small town, so everybody was like my cousin. Okay. That's that's a different kind of, you know, (laughs) all the girls were my cousins, so I couldn't cross that. You know, that's disgusting. I don't like my stepdad. So I'm like, she probably saw womenly future features in you. Cause he, he was kind of fast, so he had like male titties. I was like, that's probably why she dated you. She like, loves <laughs> like, like, exactly. you know like, She like, had the best, <laughs> best of all Wait, so is he still your stepdad? Uh, I know. No. I'm, they're not married no more, right? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay. Well, because yeah. you still call him stepdad, so I just. Oh. I don't want to say his name, but yeah, she probably so she had got, him tuck it. So she, she had your dad, right? She was married to your dad? Yeah. And then she had another husband. Yeah. And then she was... Oh, my dad, my, my dad was a gangster. That's why I have gangster No, but why is your daddy... No, you don't have any gangsters. I do. He went it's to jail nothing for, about you that looks... First of all, first of all, my dad went to jail when I was four years old for selling drugs for a long time. He was selling cocaine. He was up there. So uh, I think I'm Big Meech. Larry. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not even like me. Um, there's nothing about you that looks gangsta. Uh, it is in my blood. It's why I'm a hustler. It's in my blood. Do you really hustle? Yeah, I do. Like what? Not hustle, hustle, but I hustle like I work hard. Like what? What do you mean? I got a master's degree. I work hard. I know. I'm not saying. But did you learn that from you? Because you say you learned that from it's your dad. It's in the blood. It's in our genes. So you got a master's You learned to get a master's degree from your dad. No, I got, I'm a hustler. And you just happen, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm a hustler. It's it's in our bloodline. We uh we don't like regular jobs out here. As soon as I sat down in my IBM, I was like, I should be selling drugs right now. That's you thought that to yourself at yeah. IBM. 
Well, no, I thought I should be out doing something different. I didn't like it because I, I had someone, I had someone else as a boss. You want to be your own boss. I want to be on my own boss. So you know, if things go bad, I might take up the family uh, tradition because my grandpa also was a drug dealer. So you're just saying that like you're very excited. I am because I know it's in my blood. So you got to connect right now. I probably can. Let's call up some old because that's his last name. Why are you saying that out loud? <laughs> why are you see? This is the top reason why you can't do this because you are saying all the wrong stuff that will get you killed in the game. You haven't read enough books. That's what I mean. But you say you gangsta, but you don't even know the first rule. Shut up. That's the first rule. You can't say his whole last name and say he got to connect. They could possibly connect nah, you because he's a lawyer now. Your nah, don't try to clean it up. No, he is. I'm but don't try to clean is. it up. That don't mean he's straight. Look, yeah. Oh, fair enough. I got a quick connect. I'll just go down the street to 5140. <laughs> right. Right. You know, in the, the house with the red door, you know, I go and knock on that door two times, go around the back, and they got the drugs from me. You just told it off. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I do need to get a shovel one day because he apparently buried a lot of money when he was. Uh, who? Walter White. Not, <laughs> Not who? Your granddad or your daddy? My dad. Oh, is he still alive? Yeah. So, why can't you just ask him where the money is? Uh, him and I don't talk. So you really did. It's not in your blood. Either. It is in my blood. Why y'all don't talk? Uh, are we getting into this right yeah, now? Yeah, sure. Uh, I just kind of <laughs> felt. My mom, because by the time he got out, I was like 17. And I felt that he had done so much. He had not been there for such a part of my life that I felt it would be disrespectful to my mother to form a relationship with him. So when he asked, I said no. And we haven't talked No, since. I think that is no, a no, cop-out. No, no, that's true. No, no, that's very true. But that don't was, you feel that's, that's a cop-out? Because what would your mom have to do with that? Uh, she asked me. She said, he has reached out. He, he has reached out. He wants to talk to you. And I told her that you have put in so much work that I feel like it would be disrespectful to you to start even try to form a relationship. Because he's come in late to the game. And he's never reached out since. He's on Facebook. But do you feel like, what's his name? <laughs> do you feel like it's a cop out because you were scared to try their relationship? Oh, probably at seventeen, but yeah, that was probably it at seventeen. Yeah, how how long was he? In? Uh, he was so he went to when I was four or five because yeah, yeah, four right before yeah, and so I haven't talked to him. My mom because my mom told him once he was going through everything when she found out what he was doing. She said if you ever go down. I will never bring him to the jail cell to visit you because I don't want him to think that that life is okay. So your mom didn't know that he was doing it? No, she found it halfway through and she gave him a warning and was like, if you go to jail, he will never come to visit you because I don't want him to think that lifestyle is okay. But she never said that you couldn't have a relationship, right? No, no. so she didn't. This was mine. Right, so you did that as a way to... To cope and to blame it on her, that that's why you wasn't doing it. When in reality, you just didn't do it because you didn't know him. I don't know him like that. And right, but, like, you know, but what do I look like walking around with him? Like, oh, this is my pops, but he was gone for a significant but amount. You of know time. him enough to claim his uh, drug dealing First blood. First of all, I my blood. It's not in your blood because that's a large factor. You see factor. me throwing up signs. No, I don't see you doing anything. The one saying you can't claim that part of him or you're proud of him, drug dealer. But then you also can't talk to him because he was drug dealer. That makes no sense. Uh, first of all, you're not a therapist. I am a therapist in this setting right now. I have to come with therapist. Uh, we're, we're interviewing you. No, we're interviewing you. But I'm proud of him. He's gone to get become a lawyer. He's doing his thing now, apparently. So why you can't talk to him now? What are we doing here? What are we? Uh, this has been the human. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's just doing his thing. We haven't talked in so long. I haven't talked to him since like four. What are we going to talk about? 
That's how you tussle. That, you can go out with him as a friend. I remember that time you got into a fight because he fought my stepdad. That was the last interaction I had. With How him. old were you when that happened? I was four. How do you remember that? You don't remember uh, that. No, 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 no. I was there because it was in front of my barbershop. And I'll never forget, we were standing there and they were arguing across the street. And one of the, and my dad walked across the street, stopped the car in the middle, just like this. It was the gate. <laughs> yeah. And Who won? They didn't actually start fighting. They were arguing in the middle of the street. So that's not a fight. You know, we had to get your vocabulary straight. Fair enough. It was an argument. Yeah. But I never forget how cool I thought that situation was. That he walked out, stopped the car, and they argued in the middle of the street. So he's also a pimp. That's in my blood, like too. Policies. No. <laughs> I want you to stop playing all of these things are in your blood. You're not gangsta. You're square. You're not a circle. You see me throwing No, you don't even look right. Your hand is crooked. You know it looks like you You know that it really looks like you're doing? I'm not okay. gangsta. No. Right Which gang? I rep. You rep I, what? I don't, I don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't play. Don't play. Okay. All right. Uh. But what do you want to leave the little mistakers with? Because you're working on your book, yeah. uh, you've learned a lot. So what would you like to leave the little mistakers with? Like Man, what life lessons? Live it. Okay. <laughs> like live it. Like don't do not wait. Like I feel like I'm only 32, but sometimes I have this like dying feeling like I let my whole life pass me by. Like I feel like I wasted my 20s. I I wasted my youth, even though I'm still youth, like young. I'm 32. But in my mind, I wasted my youth doing all of these things that somebody told me to do. Living with a husband because I was told to be with him. And when I wanted to leave, people told me to stay because that's what you do in marriages. So I lived my whole life saying what people wanted me to say. Uh, walking, dressing, looking. I wore, my, I wore my first pair of shorts this year, 2019, um, because people told me I was too fat to wear shorts. Like, stuff like that, you know. I don't want people to have to deal with that. That's what my book is all about, too. I want people to live whatever it is that they have when they're young, that, that dream that you have that everybody keeps trying to, like, fight it down. Because I had a black mom, like, oh, you know, who's like, yeah, well, you could be. So I want everybody to, um, whatever dream that you see yourself as when you're young, I want, that's the life that I want you to live. Like, if you feel like saying, F this today, then F it today. Like, if you feel like taking a flight to Jamaica right now, do it. Who cares about work? Like, who cares about... I'm not telling anybody to live a negligent life or just, but I'm telling you to live the life that you want to live because it is yours to live. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I don't want people to, it's not very humorous, I guess, when you look at it like that. But living what everybody else wants you to live is super hard and it's draining and it's exhausting. And you're so much freer and lighter when you are living a life that's perfect for you and not that somebody else thought of for you. You ain't know I was deep, did you? I didn't know. I, that was great. I was going to ask you to do a motivational speech, but you basically just did one. Right. Anything else you want to ask? Yeah, that was a very interesting interview. Thank you. I thought we were just going to kid around all day, but I feel like our little mistakers are going to learn a lot. Like, there's going to be some little mistaker who just gets on a flight to Jamaica as soon as they hear this because of you. I hope so. Because, for real. Like, I have done so many things this year that I never would have done, like, wear shorts. Like, wear a short black freaking dress because I never really wore one, you know, because I was married and I was, you know, doing all those things that I have had no business. Oh, and to women, I got to say this before I go. Let me tell you something. A marriage and kids and whatever does not make you a woman and it does not make you less of a woman if you do not have those things. You know, <laughs> you are whatever you say you are. So, 
don't let society tell you that if you're not married by 25 or have a child by 26 or 27, that there's something wrong with you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are exactly where you need to be right now. Men, if you're not married either, it's okay. I mean, men, who cares about you? Because, you know, you, men always have been given the right to live their life, however. Because, you know, they'll tell women, oh, if, you know, wait for him, you can make him a good man. You need to wait for him until he gets himself together. But women have to all, already be together when, when they meet a man. Yes, nobody ever tells a man to, oh, work with her. Stay with her until she gets herself together. But meanwhile, we got to wait, work with y'all while y'all out slinging dope. And working at McDonald's and praying that y'all gonna be a good man and do what's right and take care of your kids and do all those things that you're supposed to do. Not that people don't do that, but what I'm saying is that women don't have that break. You have to come out of piss. You have to come out of vagina being right, because the world don't have time for you to wait till you get right. Because you have to put the world on your back. Oh, y'all do have a lot to deal with. Like I, I have hard cards for my sister, and they tell me like the stress of they want to maybe want to go back to school, but they want to have a kid. Mm -hmm. And they worry about their maternal clock, top right. clicking, ticking or whatever. And I'm just out here living life. I'm like, oh, I just... I don't even have to work. I can do a podcast. Yeah. I mean, not that that's what you... <laughs> <laughs> not that that's what you did, but you're like, hey, I can take a break. But, like, women do not have that. You don't You don't have a lot of homeboys that have a girl who does not have a job. But I'm sure you have a lot of girlfriends who have, like, boyfriends that don't have a job. Not trying to aspire to do anything more. But it's okay. Because you can work with him until you get better. But women don't have that option. I, I have, I'm not going to say no names. But I do have a couple of friends who who are are currently married. Who their wives waited for them to grow up. Right. Yeah. Like we have to. And what, did, what was it that that pastor said on TV? Oh, my wife. Uh, he basically said his wife, mothered, his wife mothered him and grew him up. Was it Pastor John Gray? I don't want to say any names. But he said it like out loud like. She um she healed those places in me, but why is it the women's job to heal all the places in men? Damn it, can we get healed? Cause y'all were y'all were the strongest. Y'all were so that. strong. Don't say that. I think women are the best creatures women in the world. Women are, we are, we are, but we have to put up with so much stuff from everybody else. Y'all are so strong. You are being sarcastic. No, I'm serious, y'all are okay. really strong. Cause we are strong. We put the world on our back. Yeah, I'm really big. Me, yeah. is that right? Okay. My mom, yeah, my dad went to jail. My stepdad was nothing, and she had five kids, and she put the team on her back. Right. Yeah. And then everybody would probably tell her, "Oh, it's okay. He'll get it together. He'll be fine." But now, if he, she had been doing the same thing, she would have been a no good mama. She would have been whatever. It was a post on Facebook just the other day. The girl was like, "I want to give up. You know, <laughs> you know, my kids, whatever." They beat her down, but nobody asked where the man was at. He been left. He left two years ago, but yeah. she can't. She can't go anywhere because she the one, but she got to do it. My mom, yeah, my mom wrote it out. So yeah, y'all are strong as hell. I know. Respect me. As my kids, my ring. <laughs> yeah, you got. Well, it says according to Facebook, you're gonna have one by the end of this year. Okay, get hot. <laughs> uh, but all right, so that's the end of humor and mistakes. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, give your outro. Do you have an outro word or sentence? No. <laughs> wow. Memoirs to a caterpillar in store right. when? Okay, memoirs uh, to a caterpillar from a butterfly. An interactive journal, so you can't share it because you're going to be writing it. And you have to, so if you want your friend to want one, you have to get one as well. It'll be coming out at the beginning of um, next year. So it'll be great. I didn't want it to come out before Christmas because I don't want you to say you can't get it because you're getting your kids stuff. So wait till January and then treat yourself and treat a friend as well. This is. Physical copies? Yes, it's going to be physical copies in, as well as you can order offline. But I would suggest getting the physical copy just so you can get the whole feel of the book and get all of its potential. Because it has a lot of potential. You have to write in it. 
Group mistakes commits to buying two of them. How much are they? First, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How much are they? First? I don't have. I don't have a price yet. I will know next month. Are you, it's this, not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. You're gonna be able to get it. Is it self-published? You going to a district? I have. I have someone that I'm working with, but it is. It's, they teach you how to self-publish, so it's going to be self-published. All right, so now we did this interview. We're all, <coughs> we're all friends and supporting each other's artistic endeavors, so we, we can get hooked up right Well, see, as you know, what happens is, as a black woman, I've been hooking people up forever, and I decided last year I'm no longer hooking people up. Uh, we commit to two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, we're committing to two. Say it loud. $325. We're committing to okay. two of them. Right. Uh, no problem. Thank you so much. Right. It's going to be great. What is your sentence that you're lead? Uh, what's your last word? My last word would be, uh, fly, baby girl, fly. Andrew, what's your last word? Uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, Andrew Gleason NC. Uh, <coughs> my last word will be thug life. You're not a thug. <laughs>